Welcome to our November 20th worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. If the kingdom of God is not first, it doesn't matter what's second. Today as we refocus our eyes and we joyfully, joyfully adore our Lord, I pray that you find a blessing in this time of worship. Amen. Let's join together for our call to worship. God promised a king, a light for our darkness. Rejoice in the Lord always. God sent Christ to earth, a savior to guide us. Again, I say rejoice. God calls us to worship as people of the promise. Blessed be the Lord.
Sometimes it's hard to give thanks when things are tough. It's really, really hard when things aren't going your way, when it's the worst day ever or the worst week ever or the worst year ever. So we read some things out of the book of Psalms. Psalms 100 is an excellent place to start. And we talk all about all of the different emotions that are in there. There's, I haven't had it on my cheat sheet. We have thankfulness, sadness, joy, and anger in all of Psalms. And they're in there to remind us that it is okay to feel all of those different emotions. So many wonderful emotions that we can get to go through and still know that it is okay to feel those things and still be thankful to God every single chance you get. And it's okay to still give thanks. And one of the great things in Psalm 100 that I love is to thank him and praise him. Thank him and praise him. Notice that it doesn't say to thank him when times are good. Still thank him when times are bad too. Still thank him and know that he is still there to love and support you even in times are bad. You might wonder, why am I holding this weird pink donut, Mercedes? What's, what's going on with this weird looking thing right here, right? Well, a long time ago, I heard this great saying and I included it in our little take home notes that I always send home with the kids. And it's something, as you go through life, make this your goal. Look at the donut, right? Not the whole. Like we eat donuts, right? I know I do. I love donuts. You eat the donut and you don't ever look at the fact that, hey, you're missing this whole center section, right? You don't complain that there was a hole in the middle, right? I mean, I love donut holes, but I love donuts too. So you eat the whole donut and not the whole. So that's what we do. We're so excited to eat the whole donut. And that's our whole focus for this whole week is donuts. And we praise him and thank him even when times are tough, even when times are so bad, because we know that someone is still there for us. I cannot wait to see you every single Sunday, and I'm so happy to see you.
Let's join together in prayer. Bounteous God, we enter your presence with joyful hearts as we celebrate and rejoice. Bless our lives with your abundant grace. May we be a people of gratitude, abounding in love for world, hungry for compassion. Amen. Let's join together in the prayer that Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let's join together for our words of assurance. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we will dwell in safety with Christ as our shepherd. Amen. Our scripture today comes from Paul's letter to the church of Philippi, chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, we thank you for all the ways that you move in our lives. We thank you for your spirit that touches our souls so deeply. Today, as we celebrate the opportunity of giving thanks, we also look at the reality of giving thanks within our lament. So be with us today, Lord. Amen. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Now you're going to say, now, Pastor, today is the 20th. Thanksgiving is, is this coming Thursday. So it's not Thanksgiving weekend. This is the th weekend before Thanksgiving. And, well, it's, it's not. <laughs> In the liturgical calendar, if I want to celebrate Thanksgiving, I have to do it the Sunday before. Quite traditionally, I have to do it the Sunday before because the Sunday after traditionally ends up being the first Sunday of Advent. And that will happen this week. Next week's video, our video that will be recording for um, November 27th, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, the our worship services the Sunday after Thanksgiving. You'll walk in, you'll see the Christmas tree up, you'll see the Advent candle out, you'll see families in place who read the uh, Advent candle lighting story, and here we go. <laughs> I mean, this year, I, I mean, can you believe that 
2019 has gone by so quickly. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's how fast everything's going. So today, for all purposes, this is our Thanksgiving sermon. And today I want to look at this scripture, the, the, this wonderful words of the Apostle Paul, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And I want us to deal with the reality, at least in this conversation. I don't know what I'll preach about on in the services, but I want us to deal with the reality that there does come times that we have to deal with the reality that we need to find places to rejoice even when that we are in moments of lament. Now, I think about King David a lot. David. David and Goliath, the one who was brave enough to confront the giant, the one who became a king with faults, and there's victories and laments and there's celebration. The psalmist. And I think about how the psalmist wrote psalms of praise and psalms of lament. I think about that a lot when we look at our music. We have songs of praise and celebration. Uh, uh, Charles Wesley, uh, Michael W. Smith, um, all, all of them across the board um, have songs of praise and songs of lament. And all of these are ways to vocalize moments that even when things are hard and tough, we still have a focal point to turn back to. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. There's a song that I have um, fallen in love with. Uh, Jeff Buckley wrote it. Probably Leonard Cohen is the most known for singing it, and it's the song Hallelujah. And I, I call it the, the song, the, the song of uh, the lament-filled praise, the lament hallelujah. Now today, as we think about this concept of rejoicing the Lord always, again I say rejoice, even in the moments of worry and concern, being able to turn and focus and celebrate uh, God's presence no matter what, I want to use the song, I want to use hallelujah. We we might skip some um, verses, but I want to use sections of this song to talk through what it means to be able to focus on the Lord. So you're going to see me reach out at the screen off and on because I need to flip back and forth so I can see the chords for this song. But let's let's listen to the first let's listen to the first verse of this song and kind of discuss. What it means to rejoice in the Lord always, again I say rejoice, even in moments of lament. I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music to ya it goes like this the fourth the fifth 
the minor fall and the major lift the powerful king composed and hallelujah 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 I think about the connections that we have with God. I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. I think about the connections that we have with God even within our own unique identities. King David, David, music, the Psalms, the lyrical writings to share the praises and the hurts. We all have our ways to connect. I, my prayer songs all come from playing my guitar. There's moments I sit in here in my office, all of my guitars are here sitting next to me. I probably spend more time here in this room than any other place, but I also have a guitar at home as well. Every place that I spend an immense amount of time, I spend it with one of these tools sitting somewhere close by. And I think about the special personal connection that I have to the Holy Spirit through practicing these things. But there still comes moments of worry. See, this, this verse starts on the positive. Where's my connection? Well, my connection is through the special gift that God gave me of enjoying music, I won't be vain enough to say I'm good at it, but of enjoying music, and I can use this to connect to the Holy Spirit in prayer. But then the lament sets in, and sometimes we begin to question the things that we use to celebrate. But you don't really care for music, do you? There comes times in our lives that we deal with questioning. And as we look for ways to rejoice in the Lord always, again I say rejoice, even within our questioning, is we have to get to the moments that even if we question if God hears us, we are still willing to sing out in hopes that God will hear us. And Sometimes we wonder, and we'll get into the conversations of the things that that bring us to wonder that now the next verse is a little controversial but I, I have to bring it up especially I have to play this too especially if um, I'm going to be talking about King David because there are moments in our lives that we just mess up and we feel like that within our messing up we cause a rift or division between us and God. And then when we have that moment of the rift and division, we have to remember what grace is. Grace is sitting there waiting for us, even within our mistakes, and doesn't go away. So I, I'm i going to go ahead and, and share with you, I do understand the, the sexual undertones of this next verse, but 
We need to talk about that as we talk about the life of, of David, the the brave one with the rocks and the stones and the psalmist that wrote all the psalms of lament and the psalms of praise. Your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw a baby on the roof, but beauty in the moonlight overthrew you. She tied you to her kitchen chair. She broke your throne, she cut your hair. And from her lips she drew the hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Even the great David made mistakes and we we think about that as we think about the narrative of David's life with Bathsheba and seeing some things that compelled him so that he made numerous mistakes, numerous deadly mistakes. Bathsheba's husband being sent to the front line, hopefully to be killed, a person more willing to cover up his mistakes than to openly confess them. So we deal with that. We we deal, hopefully, not with the intensity as King David of making mistakes, but we all make mistakes. We stumble. We stub our toes. We do things that we wish that we could go back in time and take away. But even the mistakes in our lives become moments of growth. They become moments of growing. The one that made the mistake with Bathsheba is still the one who wrote the Psalms. Is still the one who sang the Psalms. Was still the ones, one that was able to express lament and praise even after the moment of a harmful harmful, harmful mistake. I think about that. I, You know, I go through my mind so much that things that I wish that I could go back and take away. Things that I wish that I didn't go back in time. There's so many dear people in my life journey that I wish that I could write to today and say I'm sorry and some of them I just can't. So even the preacher man makes mistakes. And even the great David made harmful, harmful mistakes. But there was still a place in his life that he could share the hallelujah. Now there's other things that we deal with. Now I'm going to step outside of the narrative of King David. Because every time I think about the harmful places of faith, one of the things that I hear the most about, and there's a Neil Young song I just love called When God Made Me, 
And there's a question that's asked in that, did he envision all the wars that would be fought in his name? This next verse, we're going to have a conversation about it as this, our God is greater than your God. And how the combative narrative of faith kind of gets in the way of the hallelujahs. Baby, I've been here before. I've seen this room, I've walked the floor. I used to live alone before I knew ya. But love is not, nope. Sometimes I mess up and I leave the mistakes in here too. And thankfully, God can forgive me for that. Let's try this again. Baby, I've been here before. I've seen this room, I've walked the floor. I used to live alone before I knew y'all. I've seen your flag on Marble Arch, but love is not a victory march. It's cold and it's broken. Hallelujah. 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 We coexist with other people. We share this world with other ideas and other identities and others' hopes and others' dreams. And sometimes when those hopes and, and dreams clash, we raise our flags and we move forward. And we fight for what we believe in and what we hope in without truly weighing out the benefits of listening to what another person person's dreams may inspire us to move towards i think about this this line I, I i've seen your flag on marble arch but love is not a victory march it's cold and it's broken hallelujah when i hear that verse i think about how that i've observed in so many cases individuals who have to be right they would rather wave their flag and prove you wrong than to stop and listen to grow in another's understanding of things. And that's scary. It's scary because of all the hurt that I've seen because of it. And sometimes within the disagreements, we begin to see within ourselves some broken places that maybe we're afraid to acknowledge. If we are truly people who want to rejoice in the Lord always, again I say rejoice even within our brokenness. Sometimes it's okay for somebody to stick a, a thumb in our bruising so that we can be reminded of how that we have grown past aches and pains. Instead of waving our flags higher and fighting and fighting and fighting for what we want and what we believe in, 
maybe we should allow the the bruises and the scars to reveal to us places that we need to grow to. Now the hardest part of this, as we rejoice in the Lord always, again I say rejoice, is within this questioning becomes doubt. Within these worries, doubt fosters and grows and builds concerns. And this next verse, when you hear these opening lines, maybe there's a God above, but all I've ever learned from love. I want you to hear that as a voice that is speaking in a lament-filled doubt. This is a song of lament. And just because this phrasing starts this next verse, maybe there's a God above. I think we all get there, and I think it's okay that we sit in that doubt sometimes, as long as we're willing to look past it and to look for God and to find the growth through God. Maybe there's a God above, but all I've ever learned of love was how to shoot somebody. How true we are. It's not a cry that you hear at night, and it's not somebody that's seen the light. It's cold and it's broken. Hallelujah! 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 the hardest verse in this song for me because as I think about what it means to rejoice in the Lord always again I say rejoice we have to deal with our own hurt feelings and we have to deal with the hurt feelings that are passed on to others I've seen people be hurt in the name of God I have seen people who have proclaimed that they have seen the light be the bushels that cover another person's life. And to deal with that, to process that, to journey with that, to get to places that we need to say this needs to change is moving towards the rejoice in the Lord always, again I say rejoice. Thank you for processing with me through this song of lament. I hope that we look at the ways that we pass lament on. I hope that we look at ways that we can still shout out to God's name, even though that we sit in moments of lament. And I hope that we see the blessings that can grow when we're willing to rejoice in the Lord always, even when the light of rejoicing may be as small as the embered spark, but even embered sparks can grow to large, loving flames. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. And even though that this may have been a little bit of a depressing time, 
I hope that we find ways to say hallelujah even when we're grieving. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. God is love even within our lament. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us. Let's join together in our prayer of giving. Almighty God, we rejoice in your manifold blessings. Remind us to be joyful in all we say and in all we do, that others might know your mercy and grace. Through our giving and our living, may our offerings be acceptable to you and go forth into the world as a sign of our joyful and thankfulness. In the name of our loving shepherd and righteous branch, we pray. Amen.
Thank you once again for joining us for worship, and let's join together in our closing benediction. Be strong in the strength of God's power. Prepare yourselves with patience and joy. Give thanks to God, remembering Christ's gift, the gift of a shepherd to the sheep. Go with Christ's light, walking in the ways of peace. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. God is love. Amen.